Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special birthday edition of the E.T. Considers Everything podcast for Sunday, July 26th, 2020. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, just got through celebrating my 29th birthday tonight with my parents at Applebee's, and I had a wonderful meal there. I got the appetizer sampler, and it was fantastic. Mom and Dad both got steaks, and uh, Mom celebrated with a little bit of a margarita, so... Had a wonderful night tonight, ladies and gentlemen, up at Applebee's, like I said, but now back at home, and I just I just want to uh, say this statement right quick. Um, I've had nearly 150 people that have reached out to me to um, reach uh, out to me and wish me a happy birthday today, and uh, I can't tell you how much that means to me um to have friends that um are always there for you whether it's on facebook whether it's in person that's what life is all about and i always know that my family's going to to love me uh, one thing that is is missing this year from my birthday experience is my older brother Matt. Um, you know he has his, has a family of his own to take care of now, and it's tough at times not having him here. But I know that I can reach out to him every day and talk to him and know that. The love between an older brother and a, yo- a younger brother. I'm the younger brother in this case. He's the older brother. The love is always going to be there. And we can't take that away. And I'm so glad of that. Um, today has been a whirlwind of a day, to say the least. I'm thankful to have got the opportunity to celebrate my birthday with my parents this evening. I couldn't ask for two better parents in this world, and I couldn't ask for better gifts that um, one of my very best friends, Justin Phillips, got me last week, and my mom got me um, just this past weekend. Um, This morning, I found out what that special gift was. She said I was going to be surprised by it, she said that I was really going to enjoy this, and that is something that it's me and her both can sit down, watch, and enjoy. Well, when she said watch, I knew it was either going to be a television show, a movie, or some sort of like concert or something along those lines. Well, when I opened it up, it was the fred rogers biopic that tom hanks starred in and i thought that was a very fitting gift for my last year of my 20s mom knows how to really bring out the emotions in somebody she knows how to bring out the love of somebody as well that's her best quality it always will be. I hope and pray that she knows 
how much she truly means to me and how much I love her. I know I'll never win an I love you contest against her because you'll never beat your mother in the I love you contest. But it's pretty close. My mother means the world to me, folks. And I'll put it to you like this. When you have somebody who is always going to stand by you, always going to be there for you, and always love you just exactly for who you are, that is what a relationship should be built on and should be all about. Chris Stallard and Jimmy Stallard are two of the best hardworking, caring, dedicating parents that I know. And I wouldn't trade either one of them for anybody. And I truly mean that. And I know a lot of people will say, well, I'm, I'll, I would never trade my parents. That's the case. But I mean it forever. So. Like I said, folks, it's been a whirlwind of a day. And I want to uh, send out prayers to those that need it right now. Um, I have an unspoken request right now. And I'll just leave that at, at that. And, uh, yeah, so, been a good birthday, I've really enjoyed it, um, glad mom got the gifts that she got me, got me a beautiful card, couldn't, I couldn't have, uh, picked out a better card even if I wanted it, it was everything that was written on that card, I truly know that's the way she feels. And I hope that we can uh, truly continue to love one another moving forward into my 29th year of life here on earth. Last year my 20s, folks. Enjoy me as I'm 29 this year because I won't get my 20s back. I'll be 30 on my next birthday. So, I'm going to enjoy year 29. Much like my brother enjoyed year 29 a couple years ago. Anyway, folks, I just wanted to, um, like I said, say thank you to all of you that have uh, reached out to me on my birthday today. It really means a lot, and I want to thank my good friend Justin Phillips for the uh, gifts that he got me uh, a little over a week ago, and I want to thank my mom for the gift of life, the gift of me, and the card and the movie that she got a day in the neighborhood. A fantastic gift. And I look forward to watching that movie with her tomorrow night after I get home from 
volunteering in the sports information office at the college. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to end segment one of the ET Considers Everything podcast for my birthday, Sunday, July 26, uh, 2020. I was about to say 2019. Well, she was 2019, and that'd mean I was 28. But, uh, um, no, 2020, 29 now, ladies and gentlemen. So, when we come back here on the ET Considers Everything podcast, we'll review a very interesting day of sports and how it has uh, definitely changed the landscape, not only overseas in Europe, but in the United States as well. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, more of the ET Considers Everything podcast coming up here in just a few moments. Hope y'all are having a wonderful Sunday evening. We're back here on the ET Considers Everything podcast for Sunday, July 26th, 2020, my 29th birthday, and what a wonderful birthday it has been, ladies and gentlemen. During the last segment, I uh, recapped our uh, birthday dinner over at Applebee's this evening, and that was a wonderful uh, visit over there to that restaurant, and I'm so glad that me and my parents got to do that because originally mom was supposed to uh, close tonight, but they um, called her last night and told her that she was going to be opening the store up today. So it worked out that I got to have my birthday dinner tonight on my birthday. And that was a wonderful um, gift and a wonderful gesture. So I'm very thankful for that. Anyway, um, let's go ahead and get going with the uh, sports and wrestling topics here um, of note for the ET Considers Everything podcast. And... Um, it's definitely going to be a very um, uh, England-centric uh, Champions League this year as four of the very best teams are going to be in the Champions League. It'll be Liverpool, who won the English Premier League title, Manchester City, who finished second, Manchester United, who made a strong finish after Project Restart, finishing third, and Chelsea will get the fourth and final qualification spot from the English Premier League. Just outside the top four in the standings, in fifth place was Leicester City. They finished with 62 points on the season, and finishing in the sixth place with 59 points on the season is Tottenham Hotspur. So those two teams will move on to the Europa League Um the Wolverhampton Wolves do have a shot to qualify for the uh, Europa League if a result happens in the um, FA Cup final next weekend that goes their way. So uh, definitely an entertaining championship Sunday in the Premier League. Scores of note, um, Leicester City losing to Manchester United today 2 to nothing. Chelsea defeating... Um, Wolves today, two to nothing. Tottenham Hotspur and Crystal Palace tied at one. Uh, Liverpool defeating Newcastle United three to one this afternoon. Manchester City defeating Norwich City, who's on their way back to the championship, 
five to nothing. Aston Villa and West Ham United tied at one. And with that, Aston Villa remains in the Premier League. Bournemouth and Watford will move down to the championship. Watford losing a close one today to Arsenal, three to two. And Bournemouth taking care of business of their own, doing what they needed to do, winning their game and hoping the results would go in their favor. They did not. Bournemouth defeating Everton 3-1 to today. And uh, that's a, pretty much a full recap of all the major scores across the English Premier League today on this championship Sunday. And it was very unique. I knew it was a unique championship Sunday because... The season was halted for nearly two and a half months before we had Project Restart in mid-June. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how everything will go with the quick turnaround um, between the end of the season, which was today, and then the restart of the new season coming up uh, around the middle of September. So definitely looking forward to that. should be a lot of fun. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how all of this goes down with these new Champions League teams. It'll be the first time Manchester United will be in the Champions League since Jose Mourinho was the coach, leading them to the uh, Europa League title back in May of 2017. And uh, definitely looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to seeing how Ole Gunnar Schultzschar will do in his new role as the full-time manager of Manchester United and how he will continue to build his team up as a counter-attacking team. And we'll see what they decide to do during this transfer window. Well, transfer window is very important in uh, European soccer, club soccer especially in those countries. Uh, definitely looking forward to seeing how... Manchester United will play out during this uh, um, transfer period as well as the champions now in Liverpool and the two-time defending champions before that Manchester City as well as Tottenham Hotspur, Chelsea and many of the other great teams across um, the English Premier League. So there's your recap of Championship Sunday. Really enjoyed it. And definitely looking forward to that as well. Score update from City Field in New York. The Atlanta Braves are all over the New York Mets right now at this moment, leading by a score of 11 to 1. Uh, all over the New York Mets after the Mets won on opening day Friday 5 to 3. Braves won yesterday 5 to 3. Now the Braves are looking to get two out of three from the Mets to start the season and up 11-1 to 1 currently right now on Sunday Night Baseball. Game currently in the top of the sixth. So, there you go. Other sports news from today. Michael Thompson wins his first PGA Tour tournament since 2013, winning the 3M Open at uh, TPC Twin Cities in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota today. A great win for him. And he locks up a two-year exemption as well as um, invites to the PGA Championship and to the U.S. Open coming up here in the next couple of weeks, as well as the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational coming up next week in Memphis. So getting a lot today 
for his buck, Michael Thompson winning at the 3M Open at at a total score of 18 under par for the tournament. Uh, score from the NBA in uh, the scrimmages so far. Boston Celtics defeating the Phoenix Suns tonight, 117-103. to It's good to have a lot of sports back, ladies and gentlemen. Also, the Indiana Pacers defeating the uh, Dallas Mavericks, excuse me, 118-111. to So, uh, a couple games in the uh, bubble before the official restart of the NBA season will begin on Thursday. Luka Doncic almost recording a triple-double in the exhibition loss to the Pacers today. 20 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists in today's game. Also, the Toronto Raptors defeating the Portland Trailblazers 110-104. And another home run hit for the Atlanta Braves, this time by Austin Riley. And now the Braves are leading 12-1. My goodness. Bring out the... Uh, water and the control for the Mets pitching staff. They're going to need it after this game. Great uh, win tonight for Atlanta. Looking like they're going to get two or three to start the season out in New York. So, there's your recap of the major sports news. Some uh, scrimmage scores reporting from the NBA. Also, the uh, Braves and Mets score right there, as well as the result in the 3M Open on the PGA Tour for Michael Thompson. So, um, definitely a fun day of sports. We've had golf. We've had um, European soccer. We've had uh, American soccer earlier today as well. And we've had Major League Baseball. And hockey will be getting underway here very soon as well in the two hub cities of Edmonton and Toronto. Toronto is the Eastern Conference hub city. Edmonton will be the Western Conference hub city. So definitely looking forward to seeing how the rest of the season will play out and how the Stanley Cup playoffs will play. And definitely looking forward to that as well. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to go ahead and end segment two here of the ET Considers Everything podcast, a sports recap of the day here on Sunday. And when we come back, we will be taking a look back at the Reignition 2019 event that UCWA hosted right here in my own backyard and uh, what that event meant to me. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, more of the ET Considers Everything podcast coming up here after this quick timeout. Thanks for listening. We're back here on the ET Considers Everything podcast for Sunday, July 26, 2020. My 29th birthday today, ladies and gentlemen. And let me just say it's been a fantastic day. I want to thank everybody for sending me birthday wishes. I want to thank everybody for getting me birthday gifts. It really means the world to me. Uh, my brother got me some great gifts, as well as my uh, brother from another mother, Justin Phillips, got me some great gifts as well. And my mom got me a wonderful gift here in, uh, this weekend as well. So I really want to thank 
all those individuals. I want to thank my family, my friends, for a wonderful birthday. But now, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get going with the Reignition 2019 review from yours truly, the Bruiser Bubba Tai, a.k.a. the Executioner E.T. Eric Tyler Mullins. And, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you did not catch the build to the Reignition 2019 event, I would highly recommend checking out the Southwest Virginia Backyard Wrestling YouTube channel, SVBW. There you'll find all the great content from our past events and our current events as well. Reignition 2019 was an emotional day as it was going to be the final match of my career as I was set to take on the Dark Wolf Logan Price in my final match. And it was a career-threatening match for both of us, as it would turn out, as Logan Price would put his career on the line just two days prior to the event. And I give him a lot of credit for doing that, because A, you don't know what's going to be taking place going into the match. B, this is the biggest match of his career as well up to this point. So he knew that putting his career on the line just makes it that much bigger of a match. And see, this day was what everything I'd done in backyard wrestling culminated to. Not only was I getting to face my best friend in backyard wrestling, the Dark Wolf Logan Price, in my final match of my career, I was getting to face a man who was getting a first ever attempt in a ladder match situation for the world title. That being the black sheep, Mikey Reedy. Now, myself and Mikey Reedy, um, we didn't have as much of a history per se as much as Logan and I did. But Mikey and I knew that whoever won that world title going in to that match was big time. Rich Thunderwood was the champion going into this match. But unfortunately, an incident took place the night before reignition, and Rich Thunderwood was unable to... Um, defend his world championship, which was a shame because myself and Mikey were both really looking forward to competing against him for the world title. So it would be myself against the black sheep, Mikey Reedy for the UCWA world championship with the hobbling UCWA hardcore champion, Clay Mercer by his side. But the first match of the day was a six-man tag team match. And it was a great matchup. It was myself, Logan Price, and I believe Browbeat was on our side. And it was Zane Chambers, Clay Mercer, and Mikey Reedy on the other side. And uh, this six-man tag was uh, a very fun match to be a part of. Let me just say 
that Zane Chambers is a hell of an athlete. Browbeat is a brute who can go up against anybody, whether you're a big man or a smaller competitor. Browbeat is just that special of a competitor. We all know what Logan Price brings to the table. A great promo mindset that he got from his mentor, yours truly, the executioner E.T. Eric Talamons, a.k.a. the Bruiser Bubba Ty. And then on the other side, you had the Bulletproof King, Clay Mercer, and the Black Sheep, Mikey Reedy. And this match, like I said, it was back and forth. was a fantastic matchup and was one that I really enjoyed a lot. Ultimately, the team of myself, Logan Price, and um, Browbeat would win this match. And that was one of my favorite six-man tags that I ever done. And I'm glad that I got to be a part of that match. The next match was the Valor Championship match. I believe Browbeat defended it against Logan Price. And this match was um, a hard-hitting affair. Um, Browbeat definitely brought out the best of himself for this match. Uh, used his Rusty Cage uh, submission finisher. And he ended up getting the victory by making Logan Price tap out. So Browbeat would remain the Valor Champion. Then we would go on to the co-main event of the day. The UCWA World Heavyweight Championship christened Sylvia by yours truly was on the line as it would be myself and the Black Sheep Mikey Reedy going at it. I would come out first. Mikey Reedy, along with the hobbling UCWA Hardcore Champion, Clay Mercer would come out second. And this match was back and forth between me and Mikey. Mikey hit multiple finishers on me, including two Reedy revolvers. Um, he would actually hit an ankle lock on me. And then at the end of the match, Mikey was going to go up the ladder with Clay Mercer holding the other side of the ladder down for him. That way he could climb up to retrieve the championship. And lo and behold, I would come up, rise from the ashes, hit a choke slam, choke slam him off the ladder onto the grass, go to climb the ladder myself, and Clay Mercer would try to hit me in the face with brass knuckles. I would block the shot, and uh, it would almost ricochet right back into his own face. He would fall off the ladder. Not hard. It was on the gravel, so it wasn't too bad. And I would retrieve the ECWA World Heavyweight Championship. This would be the second time I would win the ECWA World Heavyweight Championship. The first time I would win the ECWA World Heavyweight Championship was in a double title match with Mikey Reedy and Logan Price back at Rags to Riches in June of last year. And this match... This ladder match was one of the funner ones that I really got to do in my career. Um, it's a odd scenario for myself and Mikey Reedy to be in to be competing in a ladder match. But we would bring out the very best in each other. 
And ultimately, I would come out on top and win the world title. And that meant the world. Because I knew that I was entering my final match as the world champion. And that match was a pretty fun match, to say the least. It was the uh, um, match that really defined the rivalry that Logan and myself had. And Logan Price would come out after I won the world title. He said, E.T., you've won the world title. Congratulations. Now, are you going to be a man and put it on the line in your final match? Paraphrasing here now, of course. I said, Logan, I'm so confident enough. I've beaten you so many times that I can do it again. So that's what happened. I would decide to put the UCWA World Heavyweight Championship on the line in a law of execution match. Law of execution match is basically your three stages of hell match on steroids. First match, a normal pinfall match. Second match, would be a first blood match. Last match, if necessary, would be a last man standing match. And let me tell you, going into this match, being the world champion, this was everything that I wanted in my career, folks. I got to achieve what I wanted to do in my career. This was all I ever wanted be a world champion entering my final match. And UCWA slash SVBW, Southwest Virginia Backyard Wrestling, made that possible for me. PCW didn't make that possible for me, even though I was the co-founder of PCW. And I didn't get to do that in GSW either, and that's okay, because they made me a world and independent champion there. They saw my worth in the backyard and on the commentary table and behind the scenes as a creative team member and behind the scenes as a general manager. UCWA done that for me too. I was the original UCWA general manager and I took a lot of pride in that job. Because I knew what Logan wanted out of UCWA. And buddy, let me tell you this when, when I say this. You have exceeded everything that I have ever wanted out of a backyard wrestling company. And I know it'll only get better with you at the, with the, you at the helm. Because Logan, you have ultimately out-mentored the mentor. Take that compliment for what you will. But it's basically telling you this, Logan Price, I am very proud of the man you have become. I'm very proud 
of you never giving up on your dream. I'm proud of you for standing by who you love and who you believe in. Because that is what makes a, a company successful. Sorry if I'm speaking a little fast. I'm a little emotional right now. Logan, I hope you hear this. I'm damn proud of you for being the founder of UCWA, for making it into what it is today with SVBW, with the likes of Hunter Becker, with the likes of Dustin Little, with the likes of Nicole Little, with the likes of Browbeat, with the uh, uh, with the likes of Kine, with the likes of John Dozer, with the likes of the maniac, Scott. You and Hunter have done a fantastic job running SVBW slash UCWA. Always know that I am proud of you. No matter what we feel for one another on screen, there's always going to be a respect when it comes to the Dark Wolf and the Executioner. Period. End of story. Now let's move on to this main event, ladies and gentlemen. As I said before, it was a Law of Execution match. Three stages of hell, basically, but on steroids. The first match was a normal pinfall match. I walked in proudly with the UCWA world title. And Logan done an amazing tribute entrance that I'll never forget. I'm so proud of what he done for that match. Cause as much as that match meant to me, I think it I think it might have meant a little bit more to Logan deep down in the end. So, let's get to it. The first fall was a normal pinfall match. I go for a choke slam to start off the match. Logan reverses it, hit, hits me with, a, with his wolf's bite elbow, pins me one, two, three, and I'm down one to nothing right off the bat. So, Logan caught me off guard. He caught me in a moment of where I was too confident. And that was what really opened my mind up and opened my eyes. Made me realize who Logan Price is. So the bell rang for the first blood match. I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. So I walk off screen. I walk around my trailer here and I go find my trusty lead pipe known as Penelope and I walk back towards the screen and I could see Logan's face his face was in shock I said now it's time to have a real fight and I threw the pipe down and 
the first blood match gets underway. Back and forth match here in the second fall of this match. Um, goes longer, of course. Towards the end, Logan was going to go for another ripcord elbow. I reverse out of it. And then I hit Logan in the head with my lead pipe, known as Penelope, two times. And I go for a third shot, but senior referee Justin Barton uh, pushes me away and says, It's enough. It's enough. So Logan falls down to the uh, grass below. And ultimately... Logan gets back up, and he is a bloody mess. So it's a one-to-one -one match at this point. The third and final fall of the match would be a last-man-standing match. And this matchup really favored both individuals in this match because they're both willing and, and able to fight for a very long time. And they done so for several minutes. It was a finisher fest at the end. I would hit two choke slams. Logan would hit multiple ripcord elbows for seven and eight counts. We'd both get back up to our feet. Logan would hit me with another ripcord elbow. This time hit me with the pedigree and then get me in the anaconda vice. And that would be the end of my legendary career. As I pass out, try to get back up by the count of 10 and do not make it to the count. So Logan Price is your new UCWA world champion. And I walk out and end my career on my terms in my own backyard. Logan, that might have been my favorite match that I ever had in my career. I know you've had many more matches than me, but I'll, I'll tell you this. Anytime we have had a match together, I know that it has been a blessing to watch it, blessing to compete in it, and always the very best competition is brought out between us. Logan, I'm proud of you always know that and I wish that we could go back and relive those days we can on our SVBW YouTube channel so at the end of the show Logan cues up I dare you by shine now and I walk around to the roster and I either shake their hand or I give them a hug. I give the best hug to Logan because I know how much that day and that match meant to him. And I look forward to watching that match coming up here on the one year anniversary on August 25th. Because that day was a blessing of a day. I went to church that morning and my heart was full. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's you a look back 
at my favorite event that I ever competed in, Reignition 2019. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast here. If y'all don't mind, share this podcast with your friends. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast at, I'm there. And you can check me out on Twitter. I'm at BubbaTy1. And you can check me out on Facebook, Eric Tyler Mullins. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen, for this edition of the ET Considers Everything podcast for Sunday, July 26, 2020. Thank you all so much for joining me today, ladies and gentlemen. Really enjoyed this birthday podcast, day in sports podcast, and Reignition 2019 review. For now, my name's ET. And I'm out, everybody. Have a wonderful rest of your Sunday night, and I'll catch you all later. Peace out, everybody.